This is Cami. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 22. Madeline, do you hate automation or love it? Hey, I'm all about working smarter, not harder. That makes sense. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? In our last episode, we talked about six ways you can measure your social media marketing. Be sure to listen to that episode. It's a really good one. Today, we're going to take an old measurement acronym and adapt it for automation to make it easier to remember and for a little fun. Yeah, because you have to have a little fun when you do these things, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I have a really great blog post about how to use the SMART definition for measurement. And I will put that in the show notes. So please don't get tripped up about the fact that this has been used a million times for the um, measurement stuff. But what I wanted to do was do something a little bit fun so that we can remember about how to automate smarter, because I don't think it's really great idea just to set up your automation and walk away from it. Are you kind of with that too? I agree. Yes. Right. So the smart, the S in smart is going to be set it up. And that's going to be a couple of, uh, there's a couple of things to that process. Number one, you want to define what you're hoping to gain from the automation and choose the tools that help you achieve your goals. So why are you automating and what tools will help you to reach that goal? So I know that we've tried a couple of tools and we use them. So can you talk a little bit about how you are doing automation right now, Madeline? Sure. And, you know, I just want to be really clear when it comes to automation, you don't ever want to automate your engagement with people is automating for me is mostly evergreen content. So things that are good today, tomorrow, next week, maybe even a few months from now. So I use a tool called Social Jukebox, and that's at socialjukebox.com. I've been using it for about two years now, and I absolutely love it. It's a great tool where you can put a piece of content in. I use it for Twitter, specifically for Twitter. And an example would be this podcast. As soon as this podcast is airing, we have it available for your listening pleasure. We have show notes that go with this. What I do is I take that article, the show notes article, and I will go put it into my social jukebox and have it set up where it has the information about this podcast and the link and a nice pretty picture of us. And I set it one time and it's going to run automatically. I have a whole list of the different episodes for this podcast. I have them tweeting out two different times every day. And this is just one aspect of using this particular tool. And what I found through using this is that it helps get attention for this podcast because tweets are going out very regularly. Now, are you going to see the same tweet over and over and over? No, it's spread out over time and they don't all, you know, the same one is not going to go out tomorrow. It is one I post today may go out in a week or a week and a half, like is always rotating. And that's what I love about Social Jukebox. Right. And I did write down the pricing for this right now. Social Jukebox runs about $19.99 per month. And that, you know, is kind of the minimum pricing on it. There's also another tool called Bulkly that I'm actually working with a little bit for another project that I work on. 
it's a little bit cheaper. Uh, it goes to buffer. It uses buffer, but it's bulkly B U L K dot L Y. And it starts at about $12 a month. So I've been kind of using that a little bit more for a specific project I have running right now. There's also another one that I'm looking into called recur post R E C U R P O S T and recur post it's free at first for three. So if, if you really don't know if this is for you, maybe recur post is a way to go and kind of see if you like it. And then it, it kind of jumps up to $25. So it may be cheaper to go with a different plan if you want to do more than three accounts. And these go on all kinds of different social media accounts, by the way, not just Twitter, but also Facebook. And so does social jukebox. They work on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, I think some of them work it's on just, Pinterest. And yeah, some social don't. jukebox is just the three: Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They do have a free two-week trial, and then the lowest account is nineteen ninety-nine a month. So you can try it out for free. I think on Bulkly you can try it for free as well. I believe so. Yeah. So you get on all these, and then another one that kind of came up in conversation and I've been tracking for a long time is called CoSchedule. But CoSchedule is really much more for a blog. So if you have a blog and you work it with quite a few people. CoSchedule is kind of good because it has a nice calendar on it. So you guys can plan all of your content as well as your, as well as your social media. So that costs a little bit more. It's $40 and it, it includes some people on that account with you. So there's some great options out there that we have liked and used over the years. And these are four that I think that you could look into that might meet your needs specifically. The other thing that we've used, or I have actually set up is Communit is kind of an interesting one. I don't use it a lot, but I do have it set up. It does send out a weekly thank you to my biggest followers or the people that tweeted stuff, retweeted stuff for me that got shared a lot or, you know, a lot of things happened with it. And it kind of gives them a little bit of a, a boost. I'm kind of the, the jury is out for me on whether I like that or not, because I really actually do like to connect directly with people. But I don't like to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you five million times every time somebody shares something so that my whole so my whole thing is filled with that. I do like what you've done, Madeline, which isn't automated, obviously, but you can batch them, go in and doing little videos for people. I love that. So you could batch those. That's not automated, but it is an, a good way for you to do this all at once. Could you talk a, bit, a little bit about that? You mean like with my video reply day and doing videos like that? And videos um, like thanking people for helping yeah, you or that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I well, first of all, I'm a huge fan of video and I've really gone all in. And we are really in a time now in the entrepreneurial world where you really want to start making video a big part of your marketing. So what I do is I, you know, this whole video reply day uh, hashtag I started last year was because I'm trying to get people to use video and use it in a way of like, hey, thank you. Like when you're thanking people in a tweet, instead of just typing, thank you, how about making a little video and personalize it? People go crazy. They love it because what better way, you know, community, I'm not a fan of, I'm going to tell you right now, not a fan of it. It is so cookie cutter. It is so, I hate getting them because I know the person didn't do anything. It's completely automated. Thank yous. Now I can totally see where by having those sent out, I can reply and go, oh, you're very welcome. And that could spark conversation. Then the person actually starts talking to me. Like it, it can be a conversation starter, but it's so cookie cutter. I will tell you though, that with social jukebox, they do have that ability built into it. And what I did is I have it set up. You have a lot of control with it. I have it set up 
to only send one thank you to my top people once a week. So it's only going to be one email of the top of the top instead of 10 or 20, which I, I don't like that. You could do it at Social Jukebox, but I'm not a fan of that. So I'm kind of with you on that, Cami. Uh, Community. I signed up for it a long time ago, but I don't use it. Yeah. And I have um, one going out just like that once a week from Community, and I've used it for some other things. There were some other reasons I like Community for that had nothing to do with this reply thing. But I do think that there is some options there. And I agree with you because people will start, start to ignore these things after a period of time. So you may want to consider, even if you do it for a while, turning it off, turning it on, trying different things. You know, right. I really do believe in like really uh, experimenting like you do. And for me, I have 30 hours a week total for all of the things that I do, which is another probably podcast session completely and how I get everything done in 30 hours a week, which is crazy. But that you know, is some of the things I have to think about. What can I do to continue to connect with people on different platforms? And how do we do that? So that's really a lot of thinking. So we've kind of set on setting it up for a long time here, but I wanted to make sure we got that straight. You know, how do you do that in a way that works for you and your audience and make sure that you try different things. So the and try would, video and try video because I do want to stress because you were asking me about it and I, I feel like I didn't really stress it enough, but try doing video as mm-hmm. a way to connect with people because it, it you'll be blown away. If you just, this would be like a little extra call to action that goes with this episode. Go spend the next week. Every time somebody tweets you, like for me at Madeline Sklar, every time somebody tweets at Madeline Sklar, when they do that to you, send a video reply back. Just on your, it's on your phone. You can't do it on a browser. It's on your phone. Hit the video button when you reply, make a video, personalize it for each person. You get back to me in a week you're going to be like Madeline, I'm blown away. Yeah, I totally agree. Because you're going to meet people and have some the greatest conversations you've ever had. And you can batch them. I mean, we have video reply day on Tuesdays. So, you know, take a Tuesday, if you don't have time to do it every single time, sit down and look through the replies you've had for the last couple of days and just do three or four, like boom, 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 right in a row. Something like that. Definitely. Okay, so the M in our smart is measure it. And we, like I said, had just had a podcast episode about measuring, right? Your automation tool should also include some measurement so you can see how it's working. So if you have a tool like social jukebox or whatever, you need to see if that's actually being picked up. If people are just ignoring it, you may want to consider dropping it over time if it isn't working for you. So you need to have a measurement plan in place. We gave you some ideas about that in the past episode 21. And so definitely go back and listen to that episode because we really do think that measuring is very important. You need to know if it's working. I agree 100%. Measuring is really important. So can't stress that enough. Okay. And then the A that we have in our smart is activate it. And part of activating an automation is to watch it closely to see how it performs. We talked about measurement and to be on hand to interact with people. That becomes really important. That part should not be automated you should definitely always be on hand. So activate it. And the activation is you. So in all automation, you still belong there. And you have to be an active part of that automation. Yeah, you can't just set it and forget it. You really have to be there and participate. Yeah. And if you don't, I mean, it kind of shows. And that's just the way it works. And you know, there may be some times when you have to just automate it and walk away because you're on vacation or you have some things going on. But definitely, you should think about it. And if you have your best times to tweet or best times to post on all your different channels, which by the way, Buffer gives to you, so you want to definitely get Buffer, 
you'll know when they're going to go live. You're going to know about what time of the day, you know, it might be three o'clock in the afternoon or whatever times those are. And then you can be on hand to kind of just talk to people whenever those things go live. So then after you activate it and you are an active part of it, the R is to refine it. And again, that's going to be making the changes to what you're doing based on the results you're seeing and refining and refining and refining. That becomes so important in what you do. Don't you agree with that? Absolutely. Because, you know, you got to look at what what is doing, what's working, what's not. And that refining is, you know, you're fine tuning it. You know, it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's back to what I just said a minute ago. You don't just set it and forget it. You got to watch it. You got to keep refining it. Well, and the other thing I'm going to say is that each of the social networks keep changing their algorithm. That's the other part of it. So what people see changes a lot. You know, Facebook just recently changed things again. And they were doing a lot of like what was really working for a while were questions, asking people to do things. And I know that for a while people were asking, hey, what? show me your day in a GIF. And people would put their GIF up and it was really yeah. fun. But right now, Facebook is actually suppressing those kinds of posts because they thought it was a little bit too spammy. They didn't like it. So they're actually just said just last week that they're going to be suppressing those a little bit more. For a long time, links worked really well on Facebook. Those aren't working very well anymore. They're starting to kind of slow down. So in fact, I'm about to change my strategy on Facebook because I had a really great link strategy that people loved my links and they were yes. looking for my links. I like your like, strategy. I know, but nobody sees them anymore. And they're saying no. And so I mean, I'm looking at the numbers, and I'm not getting a lot of likes on them anymore. I'm not getting a lot of comments on anymore. So Facebook is not showing them. So how do I overcome that? I mean, I may have to like, write something and then make the first comment the link or something like that. I don't know what we're going to do to make that different. But I'm going to have to experiment that with that in the new year, because that's not working right now. Certainly, I've had a really great experience with asking questions on Facebook right now, asking a question and like getting people engaged that way. That's working really well at the moment. So just plain updates are working great. Occasionally, like a photo is working really well, as long as the photo has no text in it. You know what I'm saying? It has to have no text. in It's like a photo that you shared from your own camera kind of thing. I did that the other night. I shared a SoundCloud from Christmas Eve. I did a song and I uploaded it to SoundCloud. And then I shared that link and I left it just with the link for a while. And it kind of had a few shares, not much. And then I changed it. I put a nice little photo up that I took during the the candlelight service. And then I put the link back in and guess what? It exploded. So it's like, you know, you have to kind of experiment with what works and what doesn't work. And I just don't know what else to tell you, except for as much as I like to automate everything and just like go away and go on vacation and go to the Bermuda Triangle or something and just lay on a, <laughs> lay on a boat. Unfortunately, it doesn't. It only works so far, right? So the, yeah. the last thing is our T, which is testing it, which is what I just talked about it. You refine it. And then once you refine it, you test it. So another good way to do this is to put out two different kinds of posts, like one with one kind of quote and another with another kind of quote, one with a link, one without a link and see how it works on different platforms. We call this A-B testing and A-B testing really is an important way to do things. One of the things I will do is I will A-B test things and I will not run any advertising budget against something until it does well organically. If it does well organically, then I know it's going to explode if I put a little bit of um, advertising on it. So I always wait to see which things got a little bit of engagement. And if those go really well, then you advertise against those. What do you do? That's a great strategy. I do the same thing. It's such a good strategy. Everybody talks about it. It works. But yeah, you really got to test. You got to try things out. Also with your A-B testing, try different times of the day. 
Uh, for Facebook, in your insights, you can see the spikes for the best time of day. So what I will typically do is try the ones that are the spikes, but then I'll also try ones that are not the spikes with the highest uh, number of people on and see and just do some testing. It never hurts to test. No, it doesn't. And, and in that, I mean, you just go into your insights on Facebook. Some people may not know where to find that, but you just go into your insights and it's for Facebook pages. I think you can now start to get some analytics for your profile, but you have to sign up for that. And I'm not sure if I have a really great way for people to do that. Did you do that? Sign up for your analytics for your Facebook page? I signed up for that that new app they just put out. Like they kind of redid video, one of their for apps. Video. It was yeah, for, for video. The video yeah. But not the analytics. Yeah. So they're only giving you analytics now. They will give you analytics for your personal video, for your personal profile, yes. but only for video. So you do have to sign up for that. And I think we could probably dig out that link somewhere. Yeah, there we'll was a get link the link and we'll, put, we'll have it in the show notes for you so you can get access to yeah. that. Otherwise, you know, you have to really do all of this on your page. Like the analytics really are on a page generally rather than on your own personal profile. But yeah, so there's a way to do that by going into insights and looking there. One of the things we found on that for a pages anyway, is that we often set the uh, calendar for three month periods. So we get a better sense of what actually worked over those three months. We get an aggregate number because if you set it for one month, it'll look different than if you set it for three. So often we do that just to kind of get a better sense of like what worked over a period of time versus what worked in the last month. That's a great idea. Yeah. So those are the smart things you're going to for automation. And I know automation is one of those things, you know, you got to have it, but you also hate to have it. Um, You have to set it up. You're going to measure it. Then you're going to activate it. You're going to refine it. And then you're going to test it. And we have an action item for that. You want to share what that is, Madeline? Yeah, we want you to set up an automation plan and let us know what tools you end up using. We gave you a whole list of tools. And maybe you know of one that we didn't share with you. So if so, be sure to let us know. Send us a tweet or go to our Facebook group and share that with us. But we want to know with uh, with you setting up this automation plan, what tool you decide to use and what parts of your social are you going to utilize? You know, I primarily do this for Twitter, a little bit for Facebook, but that's how I've been doing it. We want to know, you know, what you're going to set up and how you're going to do it. So be sure to tweet us at Madeline Sklar and at Cami Chat or come over to the Facebook group and uh, let us know what you're doing. And extra credit for a video. So if you want to like tell us how you do yes. things in a video and then we can reshare that. So that'd be really cool. Make a video. I would, I love it. What a great idea, Cami. I love that. Yeah. I like Since we were talking about video so much, that might be really fun. So, I mean, you don't have to, but definitely if you want to make a video and you want to try out on, out on us, we're, we're kind of a safe audience. So come well, and we'll, we'll call it extra us. credit. Extra credit. Get extra you get a credit. gold star for yes. that. We're going to give yes. you a gold star. We'll figure out how to do that. I will definitely give you a gold star if you do that. (laughs) Um, I would love to see you guys um, give us a little video, video comments. So anyway, that's pretty much what we have for today. And, um, you know, what do you want to tell them about our uh, Facebook community? You want to talk about that a bit? Well, yeah, I mean, we we're really pumped up about our new Facebook community. We like to take the conversation here and extend it over there. And and listen, we also put out bonus content over there. So you definitely want to sign up. The way you do this is you first start up, start off by signing up for our email list. And once you get our email list, once you're in our email list, we're going to send you the invitation to join the Facebook group. So the way you get into the email list 
Jot this down. It's a bit.ly link, bit.ly slash, and then in all caps, CTCVIP stands for Communities That Convert, VIP, very important person. So CTCVIP in all caps, join us. We would love to have you be with us in the Facebook group. Cool. And also, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Even if you don't listen in iTunes, listen, our podcast is everywhere. We're in Google Play for you Android people. We've got SoundCloud. We got Stitcher. We got iHeartRadio. And of course, Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. But we would love you to rate and review it in, they now call it Apple Music. Uh, but that's iTunes. And if you would go over there, rate and review it, we would be thrilled. We read every review. And it really helps, you know, the more reviews we get, the more people are able to discover us over there. So we would love for you to do this. So please take a moment. And that is it for this episode. We'll be back next week with another great one. Yeah, next Wednesday. Be there or be square. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Just do it. Have a great one, guys. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. For listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Mm-hmm.